Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. This is episode number 32, and I am so excited today to be coming to you guys from Lucca, Italy, which is a place in Tuscany. I'm sitting at my window right now. I'm looking at this amazing view. A little bit earlier, there were people playing accordions and trumpets, and I was eating spaghetti and working on some course modules for my Funnels 101 course. And uh, yeah, just really seeing this all come to fruition. It did take me a couple of weeks to kind of get myself into a flow. Uh, I was super jet lagged. I had some issues with my visa that had me running all over Rome for a long time. And I'm really just kind of now finding my footing, finding this new way of really living my life and you know, making time for both travel and for work because I am here to continue to grow my business and to share that with you guys. So anyways, I have a really exciting episode for you guys today. I wanted to kick off my uh, Italy podcast episodes, if you'll call them that, with an interview that I did with a very good friend of mine yesterday. Her name is Zoe, and she's someone who I met sort of in a bizarre way. Uh, I'm sure that if it hadn't happened the way that I initially met her, that I would have connected with her in a different way because I do believe that certain people come into our lives for a reason and if you know you what's meant for you can't miss you certain friendships certain connections certain experiences you're going to have them no matter what But what did happen was when I was new to Toronto about three years ago, a little over three years ago, I started going on this new thing at the time, which was called Bumble BFF. I wasn't actually using it for dating the way that it's intended, but I was using it to connect with other women in Toronto. And I actually made a number of good friends doing this. And one of the people that I came across on this app uh, was my friend Zoe. And we didn't actually, she hadn't really been using the app. Um, But in her uh, description or in her profile, if you will, (laughs) she mentioned the fact that she had a YouTube channel. So that intrigued me because at the time I was still very active on YouTube and she listed it. So I went on over to her YouTube channel and she had in the last couple of weeks just gone vegan. And so this was like really sort of interesting to me because I don't know, she just seemed like someone that I would really get along with and she was vegan and we both had YouTube channel. So I reached out to her on there. We ended up getting uh, coffee or lunch together. And since then, she's been a good friend of mine. And um, about a year or so into knowing her, she really took a big leap of faith. She was always someone who spoke about the law of attraction and alignment long before I understood what the heck she was talking about, to be completely honest. She posted a lot about it on her social medias and on YouTube. And um, I watched her really go from having basically no subscribers. I think when I found her, she had a couple hundred subscribers up to now where she's got over 120,000 subscribers. She has attracted all kinds of amazing opportunities to her. She's got published books. Um, She has traveled all over. She often manifests free and paid trips. Uh, And we talk all about that on the episode and how she has attracted that kind of uh, opportunity and just lifestyle to her where she's lived now in Rome for three years, almost three years, uh, I watched her take that big leap of faith. And she's very clear that it was her relationship and her faith and her trust in the universe and in law of attraction and, you know, all this good stuff that we talk about that had her leap and, you know, had have the net appear essentially, which is now what I'm in the process of doing. It's going well. But anyways, uh, one thing I do want to apologize for in this episode is that the sound quality is not my favorite. It's a little bit crackly. Uh, I've never interviewed anyone with this mic before, so still kind of figuring that out, but I promise that the content is worth it. So stay tuned, and I hope that you enjoy. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders, and I'm super excited to be here with you guys today with one of my good friends. Her name is Zoe, and um, Zoe's someone who I met 
a few years ago. Totally yeah. like manifested that. I'll probably I probably already told you guys how I met her in sort of like the intro to this episode. But Zoe, I felt was the perfect person to have on this podcast because she's been talking about manifestation for a lot longer than I like. I remember when I met you, you were talking about manifestation and I had no idea what it was at yeah. that time. Um, anyways, but I wanted to just say welcome and thanks for being here. And um, I'd love if you could tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thanks for having me, Lore. So my name is Zoe. I am on YouTube and social media, I guess, is Zoe Ariel. It's my middle name. I was born and raised on Vancouver Island, and I moved to Toronto to do my post-grad and then start my corporate career, and that's when I met Lore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ever since I was a child, though, I had this dream of moving to Italy or living in Italy for a period of my life, and... I first visited Italy when I was 20 years old and I was backpacking and I absolutely fell in love with the city of Rome. I was supposed to spend four days there, spent two weeks. And since then, that was my mission was to come back to Rome for at least a year. And I've been living there for almost three now. And I definitely owe the law of attraction and positive thinking to that big leap of faith in my life for sure. Okay, amazing. So um, I want to talk a little bit about how it is that you make money online because obviously you're able to work from anywhere and that's what's allowed you to live in Rome and be able to sustain yourself and probably make more than what you were making before, yes. right? Quite a bit more. So how is it exactly that you make money just so that we can paint a picture for people? All right. So when I started out my corporate career, I was in marketing and I happened to read a little book called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. I think a lot of you are that probably That was actually my, my very first like entrepreneur book that yeah. I read too. So that's really funny. Yeah. I mean, I definitely took some inspiration from that book on the idea of working remotely and having online passive income coming in. So that was always in my thoughts. And so while I started my corporate marketing career, I would take on some freelance projects, freelance work. I just let people know that that's something that I was interested in doing. I've always been a hard worker, I'd say. I'd always have ambition and I don't like to be bored. I always like to have projects and I like to collaborate with people yet do my own thing and work hard towards my goals. So I obtained some freelance clients while I was in the corporate marketing world in Toronto and that's also when I started my YouTube channel and so that started to bring in a little bit of income. My freelance clients were bringing in income and I realized through a series of just unfortunate events (laughs) that the corporate world wasn't for me. It just was not aligned with with who I am. And can I just say that's when I met you, when you had that corporate job and you were still like Zoe, you were still like bubbly and excited about things and you talked about Rome even then and you'd started your YouTube channel, you had like a couple hundred people following you I think, but I remember like having conversations with you either like in the middle of a workday or at the end of a workday and you were just like drowning. I was so unhappy. Yeah. And it was... Like I've always been, I feel like a positive person, always just been so in tune with my energy and what's serving me and what's not serving me, whether that be friendships or workplaces or anything like that. And I was feeling so drained on a daily basis and it got to the point where on Sunday nights I would cry (laughs) because I didn't want to go to work the next day. I just knew what the week would hold and I mean, of course, then I was manifesting just in in a happy workplace. But finally, I... I guess I had a rough day at work and I came home and I booked a one-way ticket to Rome three months out and just said it's up to me to fill in the blanks. That's up for up to me to manifest my way there now. That's exactly kind of what happened for me, which yeah. is funny. But um, the job that you had, the funny thing is like it, it was like a job that a lot of people would probably kill for. Like yes. moving to Toronto and like getting a job in marketing, working with brands and stuff like yeah. that. Like it's the kind of job that a lot of people are looking for right out of university and you had it and yet I had it and it's what I wanted and I definitely manifested it into my life because I in the span of about three and a half years almost four years I was in Toronto in total I got hired with the company that I interned with which is amazing when you are a student and looking to enter into the corporate world. So they hired me out right off the bat. I learned so much and I just kept moving on to different roles when I felt like I'd learned enough. So in that way, I was always moving forward and always manifesting the next job and like focusing on what I wanted, the skills I wanted to learn, got them. Um, but then it got to a point where I just realized like I'm not aligned with this 
type of work anymore. I want to work with only people who align with me, only people who respect me. And then that's what caused me to, yeah, quit the job and quit the nine to five, even though it was much longer than that (laughs) and make the goal of moving to Italy come to fruition. Yeah. So what exactly happened? And actually, um, I did ask you, how do you make money online? But let's, we'll go, we'll visit back there after we just sort of fill in the blanks of from the time that you bought that ticket Mm -hmm. and actually got to Rome and then also, because in the beginning of your time in Rome, you weren't fully self-employed. No. Right? You were working for a family. Yes. As an au pair. Yes. So what has kind of transpired between the time you were like, okay, I'm moving to Rome to now where you are working full-time for mm-hmm. yourself online as an influencer and as a freelancer, mm-hmm. what did that kind of look like? And what do you think, um, like what process, or sorry, what do you attribute to your own alignment? Or okay. law of attraction or however yeah. you like to. So as I said, I bought the ticket to Rome three months out and I gave myself three months to put it all together. At that point, I had two freelance clients, which wasn't enough for me to sustain my own life in Rome. So I looked into other options and pairing came to mind. And I thought it would be great for me because I would understand Italian culture better. I would understand and be able to practice the language a little bit better. So that kind of aligned with me on my path and ended up meeting an amazing family. And it was truly such an incredible experience. And it aligned for me in many different ways. Of course, it allowed me to have a place to live. It allowed income to come in. It allowed to give me free time during the day while the kids were at school to work on other projects, which I'll touch on in a minute. But working in the corporate world, I could never envision my life as to be able to have kids because I was going to work from 8 until like, you know, 5.36, sometimes 9 p.m. at night and nothing was certain. And so I I was on this path where I just couldn't see how a family would ever fit into my life if I was to continue down this road. And au pairing, I au paired for two twin boys. They were five. And it just gave me this new found, like I can have everything that I want. One day when I do want a family, if I continue down this road of desiring freedom, desiring financial freedom and being able to work from wherever I want, I can have a family, I can travel, I can have all these things. So it just totally opened that up for me. And while I was with staying with the family, I still worked for those two freelance clients I had. But one thing that was amazing was the last two weeks when I finally announced that I was quitting my job, put in my notice, I manifested another freelance client Mm -hmm. who then introduced me to a friend of theirs who was looking for some project work. So I ended up, once I finally like let go and put it out into the universe, I'm done here and I want freelance clients. They just came right to me. Right. And while, like I said, the boys were at school each day, I would work really hard on my own thing. So that was YouTube. My YouTube channel grew significantly Mm -hmm. because I put in a lot of time there. And I also manifested a book deal. So Mm -hmm. at this point, I have published four books, two of which are self-published and two of which are with a publisher. But that was an amazing thing for me too. And so there's those sources of income. And now I'm moving in towards coaching people. Right. That's kind of the next step for you. Which makes so much sense. Um, So what do you think, like, in terms of – you took this really big leap of faith. Yeah. And I remember, like, because I knew you, you know, when you had this job. Yeah. And you were, like, <laughs> super unhappy. And, like, yeah. I remember we were talking about this the other day. But I met you one day downtown and it was, like, you're, you were dropping – or I was picking something up from you and yeah. you were just, like, running down from the office. And just you just had this look of, like – like just such anxiety and, yeah. and stress being on your face. And and at that point you had talked to me about like, I'm going to, I want to go back to Rome. And mm-hmm. you had already started your YouTube channel. Like you really plugged away at the YouTube channel for a long time before anything really yeah. happened mm-hmm. with it, right? And then you left and things just kind of exploded for yeah. you in terms of having an online audience and um, just really living that more like influencer lifestyle. Yeah. And so what would you say about kind of the idea of like leap and then that will appear? Because that's definitely what you experienced, yeah. right? So I always I always believed in myself and I've always believed in the universe and things happening for a reason. And 
I truly believe that if you work hard at what you're passionate at, that is your path. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, I worked hard on my YouTube channel. Like, I think at the point when I had moved to Rome, I had about 2,000 subscribers. But for an entire year, I would spend my weekends filming a bunch of videos, editing them, and just – I just kept going because I'm like, this is fun for me. And And actually – sorry to interrupt you, but I remember you telling me once that you actually had some, like, backlash from people in your past, like, making fun of you for the videos and stuff like that in the beginning. Yeah. Like, that, like, shit time where you're really going for it and nobody else gets it. Yeah. And, like, that's what most people will never get past. Exactly. Right? So what was that like? Like, what had you keep going? I I did it for me because, as you mentioned, like, my job was – completely draining. I was so full of anxiety. And this was my creative outlet. Mm. And it was where I made friends. I I had a few friends in Toronto, like you and who like, we actually kind of connected on YouTube. Yeah, we actually connected on YouTube. And but then like I said, like my weekends were spent online, like I, I looked for this outlet, whether it was creativity and friendship and a community, and I just built it for myself. Because as much, let's say, I don't use the word hate, but as much backlash and, you know, <laughs> backhanded yeah. comments from people, it was very, you know, it does hurt you, especially mm-hmm. when these people are close in your life, and you don't understand why they can't support you. But I just realized, you know what, this is making me happy. My heart feels fuller. I feel that there's opportunities that will come from this. So I just continued to believe and align with that. Like, I'm like, I'm this is what I'm passionate about. I'm going to keep going. Right. And then after a year of au pairing in Rome, you went completely like on your own, yes. making money. So you do marketing work for your freelance yes. clients. And then you make obviously some money from YouTube and from your books and things like that. But you've also manifested a great deal of like paid travel yes. all over Europe. Mm-hmm. So what has, and there was even a time when you had a TV show that didn't, well, you had yeah. an offer for a TV show that was like literally going to feature you as you lived for a year on a yacht. And yes. it didn't quite align. Mm -hmm. you really went with your intuition as to why you didn't go for that but you just had so many crazy things come your way you know you can go into your local bookstore and find a couple of Zoe's books and buy them off the store off the off the shelf so what is sort of your process or do you have a process because there's a lot of people out there who talk about manifesting and it's like envision what you want Mm -hmm. and then feel into it and and I talk a lot about this on on the podcast in terms of like actual alignment strategies do you feel that you have specific strategies or are you more just like putting the good vibes out there and like you have a vision board that you trust that at some point will come into fruition yeah I think the biggest thing with that is I I set really kind of big audacious goals for myself at the beginning of each year But I journal every single day and I'm always in tune with my energy. Like, for example, what I really wanted out of last year was to be able to travel across Europe, like around wherever around the world and start getting paid to do that. Yeah. And so that manifested for me and I got a lot of travel. Can you tell us where you've been? Like specifics are good. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So I have a lot of travel. I think I have close to a hundred or over a hundred travel diaries on my YouTube channel now, but I would travel around Italy, like to the Amalfi Coast. Uh, There's Sorrento, Tuscany. Sorry, I should have been more specific, but where have you, like what, like paid trips or um, comp yeah. trips have you so manifested? So I went to Jordan for two weeks mm-hmm. and did a an extremely luxurious, beautiful trip there where I got to see so much and I just wouldn't have even known like if it was possible. Uh-huh. Um, the crazy thing about that trip too is I it was November of 2017 and I was in Mexico attending one of my best friend's weddings and one morning I'm like, you know what? I got to get specific on what I want at the end of the year here. And I just made a vision board and I put Petra on it, Petra and Jordan. Oh. And three days later, I got the offer in my inbox. And I was like, wow, wow. this is incredible. And yeah, then moving forward also, like Croatia was paid, um, a couple of visits there. And yeah, a lot around Italy. I don't know. And yeah. so basically <laughs> these different like tourism con- uh, companies mm-hmm. – pay you or comp your travel expenses yes. and some of your friends' travel expenses as well yeah. to make videos and promote there. Yes. Okay. So just to like kind of paint a picture of what that actually yes. looks like. So that's so interesting about the Jordan story because earlier we were talking about how Abraham Hicks uh, has a quote, which is the things you want lightly come easily. Mm-hmm. So by kind of just like I am more um, – I don't know if the control is the right word, but like I set like specific goals and then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, how do I like make these yeah. happen? But what I'm hearing from you is like you kind of just put 
the intentions out there and you yeah. completely relax about, you know, when it's going to come to you or how it's going to come to you. Yeah. And oftentimes when you do that, things come quite quickly because you're not holding resistance. Of course. Right. And that's the thing too is when I did create this specific vision board, it was mostly around travel because that was my biggest goals for the last year was travel and getting paid to do it. And it's crazy how similar the images are. Like I put mm. a bunch, a group of friends on a yacht and got paid to go work with med sailors and sail around Croatia on a yacht for a week. <laughs> yeah. And that's the dream, right? I got oh my gosh, two yeah. of my friends <laughs> there. We had a great time together. And so all of these images, they just manifested. But I was so Like I said, I was specific that I want to travel, but I just chose beautiful images that I felt, yeah, I'm aligned with that. That sparks joy in me. That's something I want to see manifest in my own life. And how long have you been into manifestation and law of attraction? Well, I can definitely say I feel like I became a lot more spiritual when I was 20 and I went backpacking Europe solo. My dad's best friend lent me this book called Mind Power by John Kehoe, which is still one of my very favorite books or my very favorite book on the law of attraction because it's so actionable. And I read that before going off to Europe and I read it in Europe and I noticed that anything I started to put out into the world and use these practices of like seeding with my emotions, they were manifesting so fast because I was away from my environment. I was on my own and I was able to just really tap into my own energy and really just feel so inspired, right? Traveling around, seeing all these mm-hmm. new locations every day. And like I said, I had some incredible things manifest very fast. And that's just what proved to me that it, it existed. But in my yeah. past, I could see I was always a very visual child and anything – I say this – but anything I ever wanted, I got um, because I would visualize. Whether, like, I brought it to myself, like, let's say, for example, I wanted a new pair of skis. I would, like, visualize this pair of skis and my dad took me shopping to go get skis and I would buy my own skis. But they were just very much, like, the exact skis that I pictured for myself. Like, weird things like that would happen in my life, but I always – Sort of unconsciously. Unconsciously, Mm -hmm. yeah. I just realized that I was creating my own life from a very young age or my whole life. (laughs) Once you you tap in, you know. (laughs) You created everything. And do you think like having that understanding was what ultimately led you to taking that big leap of faith and like leaving your job and coming here? Yes, definitely. I knew, and I remember telling you, like we we had some I didn't get it at the time. I, I was super excited for you. Yeah. But you had videos on your channel about like law of attraction and it was just like went right over my head. Yeah. But I, I just knew that if I was going to answer to my soul in this area, this one desire I've always had, I, it was a promise I made to myself. And I knew that going down the corporate route that I was going, I was never going to get more than two weeks vacation for the next 10 years probably. Yeah. And I just had to do it for me. And I knew my happiness is what's most important to me. My fulfillment is what's most important to me. And I was... <laughs> I had a job that was vampiric to my soul. <laughs> I, had to, I had to replenish my own soul. So right. I just knew that if I was answering to my higher self, to my soul, whatever you're going to call it, um, I would be rewarded. And I definitely was rewarded in many areas of my life. Right. I just trusted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key when it comes to – because I'm a huge fan of like leap in the net will appear. Yeah. And there's been many times in my life when I did that mm-hmm. – um, but the key is the trust. If you don't have the trust, yeah. if you leap and you expect things are not going to go your way, yeah. they won't because that's what you're going to call for. Exactly. Right? That's what you're going to manifest. And I think like prior to making big leaps, you have to really know what it means to be your own best friend. Like I said, this mm. year before I moved to Rome, I started the YouTube channel. I had so much negativity and judgment from others, but I just was my best friend. I was my own cheerleader. I'm like, you know what? We're going to keep going because we like doing this. (laughs) We like, we have fun talking about law of attraction and what you're going to eat today. And like, all the like, I just had so much fun with it. And that's when I really built this relationship with myself because I'd come out of a really toxic breakup and I moved into a house where I didn't know any of my roommates. I met them on Kijiji and I just really had this time where I'm my own best friend now. I have to pull myself back up to where I want to be and I have to serve myself in this world. Amazing. Yeah. And do you think, is there any part of like your ego Mm -hmm. (laughs) that like, you know, after you were successful sort of felt validated in, you know, all these people that really kind of tore you down and like, I don't say like, I would totally feel like I'm going to show you kind of thing. And then once it did happen, be like, 
you know, now you travel around and you make these videos and you live this lifestyle. Yeah. And there were so many people in the beginning that wanted to prevent you from or, or just like throw some hate at you, right? Or throw yeah. some shade at you. I mean, kind of like when I look back in hindsight and you remind me of these things like being in my office and not being happy. Uh-huh. And when I left, it was, there was definitely some weird comments. I got like, oh, so you're just going to go babysit for a year? Like, right. you know, what are you going to do? And I remember I just didn't know what to say at one point. I'm like, well, I'm going to write a book. Right. And then I went to Rome and I wrote a book and then all of a sudden I attract the publisher and then I published a bunch of books. Yeah. And Actually, I was going to ask you, what was that process like? Because um, you do, you have published books. Yeah. And uh, how did you manifest that? Well, so like I said, I just put it into the universe. Like I was receiving awkward comments at work and I'm like, listen, I'm just going on my own path. So one day I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a book. Why not? Yeah. Why? Who says I can't write a book when I leave? And so I left and, you know, it took a, I feel like it took uh, a month or two for me to get settled into Rome and really heal from after being in such a draining place for so long. And then all of a sudden inspiration struck me and I'm like, I want other people to know what this was like, this journey of a year of getting to know myself, being my own best friend, and then making a giant leap of faith and being caught on the other side. And that year, I remember because I read the book, mm-hmm. was like you went through that very hard relationship and breakup, but you, there was a plane accident. Oh, and- yeah. I had this – I had an insane year. It was <sighs> It was like there were so many different ways that I was being forced to right. make such a decision in my life. Like I was so – Like this is not your path. And, yeah, it mm-hmm. <laughs> It was so very obvious to me and it was just all the universe of signs. But instead of being negative about them, like, oh, you know, like my plane almost crashed. Like, (laughs) you know, like I could have been like, universe just doesn't like me, blah, blah, blah. But instead I'm like, no, you know what? This is a sign that like I'm trying to be led to another place because all of these things aren't working out for me here. All of these lessons are coming straight here straight up in my face. I have to face them all and I face them all. And then, yeah, I moved to Rome. But but going back to the book thing is that I was very conscious of what I was saying, what I was speaking Mm. into existence. And I realized like when I first met you, I probably was already talking about Rome. Like I already were. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've, I realized that my word and my word to myself is very important and that allows things to manifest too because I speak from my soul. My desires come from my soul and I honor those. Well, and actually one thing I want to tell you about like right before you left, we went out for lunch or dinner mm-hmm. at a vegan restaurant in, in Toronto and we were you were talking about, you know, obviously you're about to leave for Rome yeah. and I was talking about how when – because how old were you at the time? 24? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you were like a, a or twenty three, right? So you were the same yeah. age that I was when I went to Australia, and mm-hmm. I remember sitting there, and I think I even said it to you, like, I'm just so jealous that I'm not at that point in my life anymore where I can just like get up yeah. and like because I was still stuck in a mindset of like my life needs to look a certain way because mm-hmm. I'm a certain age and I need to find a teaching career and I need to get a pension and yeah. I need to blah blah blah, right? Like all that stuff, and so it's really interesting to me how you know, through watching people like you and and other friends that I have who've kind of just gone, my life doesn't have to look any way. Like it looks, it gets mm-hmm. to look as, as however I want it to yes. look. How three years down the line, I was like, I'm going to also go to Rome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being like 30 years old. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. But you got it. Yeah. And it was like watching you um, release books and stuff like that mm-hmm. and really just live that kind of lifestyle that made me think like, well, if Zoe can do it, why can't like, yeah? Why can't I do it right? And I think that that's what's so so powerful. And I'm sure you can speak to this, but living your truth and your biggest life because obviously you know for your own reasons, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But also because others are watching, and the right people are going to be so inspired by like those are the people that you're unknowingly serving. Yeah, and just like I mean, Abraham Hicks talks all the time about how the best thing you can do for anybody is to just become your happiest, yeah, most fulfilled, highest vibe self Mm -hmm. right and so what has your experience like I'm sure you get messages from people all the time yeah talking about the impact that you've had and I don't know what's that like it's it's incredible and but this is one thing that has led me more to coaching people is that of course when I at the beginning of my YouTube channel whenever I'd get one comment on a video I'd be so excited (laughs) and so 
after a while, it kind of feels like I'm just reading comments, but I don't know these people anymore because there's a lot of right. new subscribers. Of course, I remember the people who have been there for a long time and they always leave me such precious comments. But moving forward, I don't know the, all these new people on the channel. So that's what kind of led me towards coaching because I realized I... I can see these words of people who said, like, you've changed my life. You have impacted me in such an incredible way. But, it's but I want to know it. Yeah. I want to I want to see it in their face. I want to hear it in their voice. I want to know that I had an impact and right. I helped them change for the better. And so I think that's what's kind of led me along on my journey now to coaching is because I want to make a significant difference in someone's life and be able to see it because that right. is what's very fulfilling to me is to be able to see it and understand it. And what would you say to people like, the reason I bring that up is just that we get so in our heads, everybody has ideas, right? Mm -hmm. So many people have ideas of things they want to do, stuff they want to put out there, you know, businesses they want to start or whatever. And holding ourselves back, making it about us is, is holding back that value that we have to give the world. Right. And so often I tell people like, make it about the other people, because as Mm -hmm. long as it's about you, it's going to be so easy to be like, I don't want to, this is too scary. I don't know. You know? Yeah. And I think like, Exactly that. And um, I think about my younger self often. I'm like, I would have loved to see another girl Mm. moving to Rome and just being able to see that that specific route was possible in other ways. So that's it. Keep going. Like think about your younger self. Think about the younger generation or think about anyone who any of your services can help. Right. Like when you help one person, it's – like a pay it forward, like they're going to ripple effect. Yes. Help right. someone else too. Amazing. Okay. So what are your top three tips for those who are looking to manifest a life similar to what you have created for yourself? Um, travel, perhaps it's online influence or yeah. just making money online. Um, sort of like that life of freedom and possibility. You just need to get started and you need to be ambitious about it. You need to Limit distractions in your life and really see what aligns with you and what doesn't. Like if a friend isn't supportive of this new goal or this endeavor, why are you hanging out with someone who's going to bring you down like that? You really truly deserve to live your best life and you deserve people in your life who are going to inspire you and motivate you to get there as well. They're going to support you along in your journey. And as I said, I spent like the majority of that year before I moved to Toronto quite alone in my bedroom Mm -hmm. filming videos. But I was able to understand that I'm my own best friend and anyone who isn't going to serve me in a positive way like that, why would I carry them on this journey? And so I think it takes understanding yourself and really choosing positive energy and positive support for yourself, like self-talk, affirmations, all that. But then noticing in your surroundings, like, are these people helping me or are they, you know, not supportive of my journey? And then get started on your action plan. So get started on trying to make money online. Let people know you want to do freelance. Figure out what your skills are, what you want to offer, what you, how you want to serve people. And I mean, it's not always what you want to do in the beginning. You might be writing blogs on a topic that you're just not interested at all, but you know that that's one step in the right direction because you're making money as a freelancer. Right. So you just keep taking the steps and just support yourself along the way and just keep going, get the ball rolling. And then when it comes time, you'll know when it's time to book your ticket and allow everything else to fall into place. Yes. And uh, for me, I'd love to get your tips on this, but for me, the thing that really like slowed me down in the beginning of my business. And I say that very like, not seriously, because it hasn't been that long. It's not like I struggled for, you know, five years or Mm -hmm. anything like that. But for six months in my business, I was like working my ass off and making hardly any money. Mm -hmm. And it's because I had a lot of resistance around needing to be somewhere financially other than where I was, needing to be somewhere physically other than where I was, having so much hung up on this vision of success and what I was making it mean about me, like just so much resistance and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So for me, coming out of that has been about learning to re- like different ways to release yeah. that resistance. Um, and it's come through journaling and it's come through different realizations and different courses and coaches and things like that. But what would you say are sort of your, you mentioned journaling, but mm-hmm. um, your key either like breakthroughs or even just processes for aligning, which is really just the art of allowing, which comes through um, letting go of as much resistance as possible. Yeah, I I think the biggest breakthrough for me is just understanding the difference between the soul and the ego. Understanding that the part of your mind that you feed into these fears, like that's the ego. The ego is your protective brain and it's instinctual and it will always be there 
talking you down and right. reminding you, no, what you're doing is very risky, very scary, <laughs> but that's the only job it knows how to do. So it's up to you to decide, are you going to feed the ego or are you going to feed your soul? So when the ego comes in and causes that resistance, just being able to recognize for me that that's not who I am. That's just the part of my brain that is scared and wants to protect me. Right. Like it loves me in its own way because it wants to protect me, but that's that's the only recognition I'm going to give it. I'm going to keep aligning with my higher self and my soul and what my soul wants. So I think that's my biggest breakthrough. And to get over some of the ego's fears and anxieties and stressors that come in, I journal it out. And like that's every day I'm writing like, oh, the the egos come up with this, but I know that truly this is the path for me and this is how I feel aligned and fulfilled. And we all know through law of attraction, like we are supposed to enjoy our life. When we enjoy our life, we attract more, we attract abundance. So what's the right. point of feeding into the ego? You just have to recognize mm-hmm. that it's doing it the only job it knows how to do and it's not you. It's insignificant to your journey. Right. Yeah. And it usually does flare up right when you make that like big scary decision. Like, you know, that as soon as I like told all of my clients in my first business that I was leaving, Mm -hmm. I had like a week of like panic and I'm not that person. I'm usually like pretty easygoing and like I I like feeling that way. And so I was messaging you being like, oh my God, I just like hope that I don't get to Rome and like have no money. And like, (laughs) so it's like your ego will rise up and like do whatever it can Mm -hmm. to like dig its claws in because it's meant to keep you safe. Yes. Right. But once you understand that is the only thing that it knows how to do. Take your power back. So in terms of, you talked about being motivated in terms of taking action, because there is sort of this like fuzzy line between like, how much are we attracting to us versus how much are we actually needing to take action and create? Yeah. So what is sort of, my thing is like alignment before action as much as possible, like Mm -hmm. get myself into like a good feeling place where things, I just have clarity yes, and I feel, you know, my success is inevitable and all Mm -hmm. good things are coming to me and then take action from that place. And usually, uh, those actions are always the right ones for a very long time though. I took action without, and like a lot of action and many, many of those actions return little or no results Mm -hmm. to me. So do you have, you mentioned this year that you decided just to enjoy life more and you're already making more money. Yes. What is sort of your balance or how do you view the alignment versus action or the mindset versus action part? Yes. Uh, Well, I know the work that needs to be done. Like one thing I've really noticed about this year, like I said, I wanted to enjoy it more, like live in the present moment more because that's something that I struggled with last year. So I know every day what has to be done for me to serve my clients, for me to serve my endeavors. What is the minimal amount of work that I can do, but it has to be done. Yeah. And I'll make sure that that work gets done and oftentimes then I'll enter into a flow state and I'll just do more work. Right. Um, But then also I know by doing everything that has to be done that day, if I get it done in the morning, I have the day to enjoy to myself. And in that way, if I go out for a walk, if the weather's nice or if I want to go see a museum, something like that, I'm noticing that I'm in the present and I'm separated from my work more. So that's how I've been attracting opportunities because I'm not I'm not sitting there on my computer every day right. going back into my inbox like, oh, they haven't responded yet. Oh, uh, I'm going to reach out to this. I'm going to follow up. I have really allowed myself to pull away from the computer and, and enjoy life more. <laughs> so like I said, if I'm, I know what needs to be done and I get it done. And if I enter into a good flow state, if I'm super aligned with the work that I'm doing, I can sit down and I can work a 10-hour day and it yeah. doesn't feel like I work 10 hours. But then I know like I put in so much work that day that if I if the right. sun comes out and I want to enjoy the next day, I live in the present moment, I attract more abundance. Right. So moving forward, mm-hmm. what do you sort of see as being possible or available to you in terms of your future success and things that you're going to you know, be taking action on? What's possible for me? Well, I feel like after taking a leap of faith, living in Rome for about three years, like I said, I see that travel is possible. I see that friends all over the world is possible. I feel like sometime like years into the future, family is possible. Like I see that my realm of possibilities is much, much larger, infinite now. Right. That's what I was kind of getting at in terms of being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You're like over dinner last night, we were talking about like, you know, we're going to have seven figure businesses soon. Like those are the kind of conversations I have. I love having those conversations. Oh, totally. Because like we just speak it into existence. Like I said, it's aligned with your soul and it's, it's not like you're money hungry and it comes from a place of under freedom. It comes from a place of understanding how 
these laws work, how the universe really works, what's really going on. And that when you, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So if you believe that it's hard or impossible to make seven figures, to make a million dollars or more, then it'll never come to you because you're not offering the energy or the vibration that is needed to attract it to you. So once you really develop an understanding, and for me, that's taken over two years now of reading like every freaking book, listening Mm -hmm. to every podcast I can get my hands on to really understand and just be so, it's so easy for me to be like, I'm going to have a a million dollar business in the next two or three years easily. Like it's, there's no resistance there for me at all, but that comes, it's not blind faith. It's Mm -hmm. not like, yeah, I'm going to manifest a million dollars. It's like, no, I understand how these laws work and And how real they are. Yeah. And you've grown as that person. And this is why it's so important to surround yourself with people who support those types of conversations. Because think about it. You and I, like over dinner last night, we've set many seeds. We have set so many intentions for ourselves and just been able to fantasize and really visualize what the life in the future will look like when you're making seven figures. Like, ah, I would like to do that. Or all the, even know. earlier, we're like, we're going to like come to a place like Europe yeah. and we're going to go shopping and then like just have everything we bought like sent back to Canada. Yes. Like, so we don't have to like pack it into like, <laughs> yeah. our suitcases because yeah, we were talking this yeah. morning. Like, you're like, so how are you going to get all your coats back? Like, <laughs> when, like we, we have the same red coat and we're like, it takes up a lot of space. Yeah. But then, then over breakfast, we're already setting intentions that suitcase space is not going to be an issue for us in yeah. the future. <laughs> but it's not even like wishful thinking. It's just like, oh, that'll be really cool. Yeah. When. It's always it's always a growth mindset. It's always exercising what's possible. And the right. more and more that you can speak about this with friends who are aligned with you, just think you about all it. the energy you're cultivating and putting forward. It's powerful. Yes, absolutely. And it's so interesting how, you know, the world really is waking up and, and the way so many people still live and, you know, this is just the old paradigm way of thinking is through limit and mm-hmm. through or limitations, through lack, through scarcity, through, yeah. you know, being reasonable and things like that. But find yourself a group of people who can talk about what's possible, who can talk about, you know, yes. possibilities being uh, infinite and talk about this is what I'm going to do when I'm making millions of dollars yes. like it's you know completely a done deal because it is mm-hmm. it is a done deal as soon as you yeah as speak as it you attract it I know there's yeah. probably people out there sitting like I don't know anyone who talks to me about the things I don't want to talk about like I said I spent a year in my bedroom in Toronto talking to a camera about these things because I right. didn't have that person these people in my life but the second I moved to Rome I was able to attract the community yeah. and now I've attracted lore back to me in a new way. Like the conversations we have now are not the conversations we would have had in the past. Not to say we didn't have good conversations, but it was mostly around, oh, vegan recipes, entrepreneurial ideas. But now it's just so much larger, so much more infinite and so much more. Purpose and like fourth dimensions and fifth dimensions and like way deeper. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, if someone else were to hear us, they'd be like, what are these girls on? Those are like the conversations I totally want to have. The other thing I was going to say about, you know, not feeling like you have your tribe. Well, it's only in telling yourself that, that you are not manifesting those people into your life, right? So no matter where you are, Mm -hmm. especially with the internet, like it's so easy to connect with people. It's so easy to connect. You can attract, uh, you know, a mastermind group that meets once a week through Zoom or something like that, or or attract friends into your life who get it. In my experience, a lot of the people who are already in my life, when I kind of like woke up and started Mm -hmm. being much more open to this kind of stuff, actually open is not like obsessed is more the right word. I realized that a lot of people in my life were already on that path, but it had never... I'd never attracted it out of them because it wasn't on my wavelength. Exactly. And you just need to start talking. Talk from your soul. Where is your soul sitting? Like, what are you passionate about? Start speaking about it. Don't have these surface level conversations anymore because it's not really serving you and attracting your tribe. You want to attract people. Like, if you were out uh, at a networking event and you walked by and someone's talking about the law of attraction and that's something that you're interested in, obviously – Like, I remember that was a foreign type of concept back Mm. in Toronto, you know, but I was into law of attraction and all this, but I was quite hush-hush about it because I'm like, oh, people are going to judge me. Nobody else talks about this. Nobody (laughs) else reads this book. But then the second I started to exercise my 
you know, my voice, my throat chakra in that category, I was able to attract tribe members. So it just right. to speak from your soul. Actually, that's a really great thing to bring up, which is that you're quite open in what you do talk about online. Like yeah. you don't hold yourself back. This is a conversation mm-hmm. I have with a lot of people, a lot of clients, myself all the time. I journal about it all the time about holding myself back from like really expressing my truth out of fear of judgment. And I think that this is like a huge thing holding people back. Yeah. And it's something you've really overcome. Like you're not afraid to. I definitely don't give a shit I don't care because I'm so happy and fulfilled in my own life like yeah. I as long as I'm happy and I'm serving myself like I just don't care like right. well and I think like you really need I, to acknowledge yourself for yeah. that because you say it like it's so easy and this has been I, for me my biggest block which mm-hmm. is that like I believe in all the crazy metaphysical woo woo yeah. you know sixth dimension shit that like most people yeah. would think is totally crazy and I honestly on the podcast is probably the only place I even get close to talking but about it. But you just it. keep exercising it and all of a sudden everything fades away. Like yeah. I people and we we spoke about this you're like do you ever think back on those people who gave you a hard time? I actually don't revisit that and I right. haven't really like I think when I published my book I was kind of like yeah there you go some employers like <laughs> I wrote my book and it's published now but like now I don't even go back and think about that kind of stuff I'm always on to the next thing as yeah. you know but I just feel like I'm so incredibly fulfilled and aligned there's no need to like go back and right. think like who cares when anyone thinks of me about me because what I think about myself is pretty awesome like I'm my own best friend we fulfill all of the things that we I love how to do. you have it's we. Like, yeah, I really like that. <laughs> well, though. we like it's yeah. me and my my higher self. Right, you know, like I just um always We're a team. <laughs> yeah, we are a team. You know, I really it really comes to understanding that. But the more and more that you can talk about these things, like the more mm-hmm. and more you're serving yourself, and like you're gonna and be others. so fulfilled. And you just never know who's listening. Like, well, and that's the thing is that I find like the more and more I speak up authentically, mm-hmm. the more other people reach out and say like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed today. Or like, exactly. and often it's people I wouldn't have expected. So people are, you know, we're all weirdos. Yeah. We've all got like weird shit going on. Share it and then connect with the other weirdos. Like yeah. that's the only way to do Vulnerability. Like, vulnerability. Exactly. The, the second we expose our soul and problems we're having and issues that we've overcome, you're doing heavy lifting for others in the sense that you're taking something off of their shoulders to know that they're not alone in the way that they feel. Like their feelings are valid and other people feel them too. And if we can talk about them, we all help each other heal and move forward. Right. Amazing. Um, So Zoe, where can people connect with you? People can connect with me on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, at Zoe Ariel, Z-O-E-Y-A-R-I-E-L-L-E. And my books are under Zoe Ariel Polson, and they're all available on Amazon and also like Chapters Indigo, Barnes & Noble. And just quickly, what are the, the books on? So uh, Beauty and the Breakdown, which was my self-published book. Your and, first one. Yes, my first one. And that's about the journey moving to Rome. So the year of my life where I just really mended myself. And it's actually – kind of an edited version of my journal about the Mm -hmm. lessons, key lessons that I learned each month and how I really overcame all the challenges that presented themselves, you know, getting over the breakup, moving in with strangers, almost getting in a plane crash, all these crazy events that happened, but how at the end I made it to Rome. And it was a beautiful thing. (laughs) I think honestly, I feel like that is my favorite of my books because it's just my heart and my soul. And I think back on that book and I'm like, that, that's, all the truth like this is how it happened for me and I just pursued my soul that was the turning point for you yeah it was it was the turning point of just really understanding myself and who my higher self is well and how amazing is it like all those shitty things happening were like the universe literally just being like stop going down stop it stop Stop it it. turn turn around (laughs) other no other yep get that flight Uh uh-huh good yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it was just like these crazy things manifesting it's just a, a beautiful thing and my the first book that I did with my publisher is called Love the Shit Out of Yourself. And it's a book on like the law of attraction and affirmations. And mm-hmm. it's really just a very good journaling tool for people to have and a way for them to just start practicing speaking things into existence, speaking their desires, affirming to themselves and building that relationship with their higher self. And then the next book is The Joy of Minimalism, A Beginner's Guide to Happiness with Less. And so this one I do touch a little bit at the beginning of the book on my journey of selling base, well, selling everything that I own yeah. to move to Rome with one suitcase and how I realized the lessons that like simplicity is bliss and I let yeah. go of like all my material things and this the relationship that 
anything that you are bringing into your life, friends, like anyone who you're in a relationship with, anything that's in your personal space, if it doesn't serve you and if it doesn't bring you happiness, joy, fulfillment, it it's essentially taking away from you because mm. it's just taking up your space. Yeah. So that's a lot of that book is the concept of minimalism, but not just in a physical sense of like I'm selling everything. I give you tools, tips and tricks on that, but a lot of it is just coming to understand that anything that's in your space that doesn't serve you does not belong in your path. And my fourth book, which I just recently published, is Manifest Miracles. And this is an ebook because it is a very actionable law, law of attraction guide. It is all the exercises that I use on a regular basis and the exercises, the law of attraction exercises that brought me to be able to manifest moving to Rome and that I use now in my life to get whatever I want. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I will link all of that for you guys in the show notes. And I just want to add one thing here, which is that so much of the time we don't give ourselves credit for what we have accomplished. So I hope that I think that you do, but I hope that you look at your life and say, I have four books. Two of them are two of them, two of them are in stores. Like anyone can just go, you know, to Barnes and Noble, like you said, and buy them. And you know, you've sustained this this lifestyle um, and this life of mm-hmm. freedom and purpose and inspired hundreds of thousands, if not millions of other people. And like, yeah, do you like, do you really look at your life and see it for what it is? Thanks, Laura. I, you know, I do and I don't because I'm always on to the next I know, thing. I'm the same and way. And that's the part is like, yes, I take the time to feel gratitude and write in my journal every day. Um, you know what? I should journal more about like being yeah. grateful for my relationship with myself, but most of the time I'm just really grateful for, you know, the present moment I try to really cultivate, but you know, moving forward, I'm going to do that. So thank Good. you. <laughs> well, I think that's just so key for all of us yes. because otherwise what I've said to clients and like people in my audience and stuff that I really had to learn is that this idea of not enough is a mindset mm-hmm. that is not reliant on outside circumstances. So yeah. if you're in a mindset that where you're at right now is not enough. So for me, for a long time as a business coach, it was that I hadn't experienced enough success yet. Yeah. But what I realized, and I had this number of like, when I had my first $10,000 month as mm-hmm. a coach, that will be enough, right? I'll feel confident. I'll feel worthy of all the clients and the success that I want. And then I got there and it was nowhere close to enough. So then Mm -hmm. I had a $15,000 month. That wasn't close or that wasn't enough for me. We will always do that. So I just bring that up because if you're in the mindset that where you are right now is not enough or what you've accomplished is not enough, that's never going to go away as a Mm -hmm. result of outside circumstances. Like anything, it's an emotion. Emotion we think has everything to do with our outside circumstance. It's something that we are choosing. So it's a choice to look at where you are and say, and like when you were starting your YouTube channel, you had to choose that what you had to talk about was enough Mm -hmm. and you weren't living this lifestyle. You were, you know, you had a job downtown Toronto and you spoke from what you had and you saw that as being enough. Yes. At that point. Right. And so this is just something that's come up for me with a lot of my clients and myself, which is that Mm -hmm. where I'm at right now is not enough. And so I don't have things to contribute to people. Or yeah. people aren't going to want to listen to me. Or I can't write a book yet. That's when you just got to get in tune right. with that best friend, hire yourself. Right. Support yourself. And maybe make yourself. a list of like, here's all. The, I always have my program participants write a I'm a badass list. Yeah. Of like all the reasons why you're a fucking badass. Yeah. Now go share them with the world. There I you go. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so that's kind of aligned with like what you were just saying. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, girl. Make thanks sure. For having me, Laura. Yeah. Make sure you guys go and follow Zoe. She's got some exciting things happening in the future. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful. You're my first person I've ever had on this podcast. Oh my gosh, so I am honored. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys for listening. I will be back with another episode in a few days time. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you then. Bye.